You know, I still don't know why it says with your host, host Jordan Lazowski, because I'm still not Jordan Lazowski. But I, think, it's I think you should make it with your occasional host, Jordan Lazowski. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at this point. Man. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome everybody to um, This Week in Baseball, episode 25, season 2. Um, today, it's just myself, Diego Francrino, and then we've got Sam here. Sam, how are you today? I am exceptionally mediocre. You know that's that's fair. <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to yeah you know, same yeah. But yeah, um, things will look a little different here. Clearly, there's just the two of us, so um, it's a little not quite as you know back and forth as you know when we have three four people on competing for points. Uh, but that does mean Sam will get this win this week uh, by default. But you know, a win's a win. You know. <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk about we'll go through regular, you know, around the league in 60, 60 seconds. Standing updates, there aren't really standings to update, so we're just gonna we'll cover it all anyway. Um, we got our seventh inning stretch, um, as normal, and then what to watch this week, maybe uh, some storylines within the World Series. Uh, we know there's you know a finite amount of games to watch this week, so uh, anyway, um, around the league in 60 seconds, uh, Sam. Give me your best recap of everything that's gone on this past week. Uh, the Dodgers died. Yes. I couldn't like, be happier. Yeah, yeah same. But, like, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Here we have this team. Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, Trey Turner, Walker Bueller, etc. Mm-hmm. But those the Braves, they have a guy that they got for Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> those pesky Braves. And then, yeah, and then I'll, over in the other series, the Red Sox, just I don't think they were good enough. They they were respectable, though, and I, you know, they I mean, did what they I'm, could. Chime Bloom did a great there. job, but it's not their year. Yeah, they got there. I'm impressed that they got that far. And so it was a solid team. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but like I said, I mean, around the league in six seconds when there's four teams playing, there's not much to summarize besides you know what we got going and plus we're going to cover everything anyway here yeah so. you see nick castellanos he got a new couch uh headline story very exciting that's extremely important. i don't know whether he actually got a new couch but he uh he might have <laughs> you know who knows <laughs> anyway uh so we'll just jump into our seventh inning stretch uh since you know there isn't much in you know terms of summarizing the league since the league is four teams now now down to two but we'll talk about that here uh, so, with our seventh inning stretch, our first inning. Uh, so, well, we are at the end. Now it comes down to the Braves and the Astros, those two teams that I just mentioned that we're down to. Uh, are you surprised by the fact that these are the two teams at the end of the road? Um, are you excited by the fact that these are the final two teams this year? And what are the keys in the World Series for these two teams? Obviously, it defaults to me, but I would say – yeah, is, I, I think it's yeah. just the right amount of po- of post of postseason bullcrap. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Eighty three and seventy nine Cardinals didn't make the World Series, but you know, it wasn't Dodgers. You know, but wasn't Dodgers Rays again? Yeah, so, you know, it's, you really, there hasn't really been much variety in the postseason lately. Like, so it's good to see like the Braves haven't made it in a while. Like, when was the last time like like the Nats made it after not making yeah. it for a while? Mm-hmm. Like it's this is the first Braves appearance like, and, since '99. Since that, uh, I wasn't even alive. Like what the heck? Fair, <laughs> fair yeah, enough. Uh, 
I do like I do like the Astros. Like just I think like I hate them, but like like good job. You you don't have to cheat, so <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the storyline for the Astros, at least for me as a Giants fan, was Dusty Baker. And I I love Dusty Baker. Um, he did an incredible job uh, managing that team this year, considering all the trials and tribulations that they had, you know, with the, uh, the oh, fans yeah. returning since, you know, them being exposed to cheating and all that. And, I mean, granted, they're still most of the same team they had from that um, 2017 or, like, uh, you know, all those. Like, really, really good teams. more like. Yeah, like all like those runs have... in general, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, as a, as a Reds fan, Dusty Baker. I want him to win. I think it's kind of interesting to see how he kind of kept everyone in check. Because the same guy who kept who uh, somehow got Matt Latos to not be uh, the worst for a bit. <laughs> right. Like, I yeah. think that's the highest standard of character managing there is. Yeah, Dusty Baker, he's so well-respected around the sport. And it's just, it's incredible to see him do this again. Like, because he became the ninth manager to get to the World Series with both an AL and NL team. He made it with the 2002 Giants. Um, oh, he did? Yeah, he was the two, manager of the 2002 really? Giants that lost to the Angels. The I knew he Series. played for the Giants in, like, the 70s. Didn't know he managed them. Oh, he was a longtime Giants manager. He was, um, I believe, oh, the wow. predecessor to Bruce Bochy. I think there might have been one or two between, but I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he was a Giants manager. That's why I love Dusty so much. He was a great manager for the Giants. Got got him to the World Series when I was three years old. But besides the point. Um, but yeah, the Astros, the Braves. Uh, I'm going to talk on the question as well. But um, I, I'm I, uh, if it couldn't be the Giants, um, these two teams. I'm not upset about these two teams making it. Uh, oh, mostly because, like I said, I'm glad the Dodgers aren't there. I hate the Dodgers my entire existence. Um, and I like Dusty Baker. The Braves are fun. Uh, they they've been just like you said earlier, the just the right amount of postseason like baseball team. They're just they're just the team now. Like they seem to be figuring it all out at the right time, which is kind of what you need. So they give me I, very I they give me very much 2019 Nationals vibes. Exactly, exactly. So I wouldn't mind either of these teams winning. Um, I frankly. I, I, I would much rather the Braves win. I mean, same, but like, I wouldn't mind if Dusty Baker gets a ring. So, yeah, it's kind of the conflict. Like, do you root for the team with the really cool manager, or do you root for the team with the really crappy fan base? Yeah, exactly. It's it's you pick your poison kind of thing. But I mean, most so is most of baseball, most of sports in general. But so. don't have to root for the Dodgers. Yes, that's, that's what's important. That's the- I'll never root for the Dodgers, but yeah, I'm just I, so I glad. Root, to be fair, I would have rooted for the Dodgers. I did root for the Dodgers against the Cardinals, just because I, well, I hate I, the Cardinals with every fiber of my that's, being. That's fair for you. I understand that. I just hate the Dodgers. Like the way the way you hate the Cardinals, I hate the Dodgers. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll we move on to three... our. No, keep going. No, keep going. I I was on. I was on. Uh, it's whatever. Right. Well, <laughs> move on to the second inning. Okay, second inning. So we'll start with the NLCS where the Braves did take down the Dodgers, like we had just uh, mentioned, um, in six games. So how were they able to do it, and how impressive is their season, given uh, what that they're doing, uh, all this without Acuna, um, and they were 44-45 and 45 at the All-Star break. 
they they you can win with balance. That's kind of the mantra. Like really, I think like yes, the Dodgers have all this talent, and it kind of creates a log jam. There are only nine players that can start, and probably every single player, every single hitter on that postseason roster probably could start on any start on the major league team and do pretty well. Yeah. But like the Braves, they just they don't have very many all stars in the starting lineup right now, mm-hmm. and they just have a bunch of good, not great hitters. Yeah. Like this is um, like this isn't that's... a team that's not, like I like I like that kind of team. Like this team is not gonna you're not gonna get like a I don't know House of Highlights Braves videos. Yeah. Eddie Rosario like... slides in the home plate real cool. You're not gonna get a three-day news cycle about it oh right exactly like i mean i think that's kind of the story of the season though because especially with what the giants did this year because they did it all with a collection of like good players but no one that really stood out besides like you say crawford stood out posey stood out but like and those are just kind of like they stood out because of how the team was doing i feel like a lot of other years they probably would have been passed by because that's typically how it kind of goes in baseball uh but the the Braves are just able to do it at the right time. Uh, they're like everyone's getting doing their job. Any guy on that town on that team can give you that big hit. Can they can pitch that big inning? And it's just it's just working out. And it's gotten the World Series. It's gotten this far, and it's just impressive to see. Like it's kind of weird because like Acuna lo- losing Acuna for the season was the best thing that could have happened to them. Yeah, because if you Cause if that doesn't the, happen, they never get Rosario. They never get Soler. Yep. Never get Jock, who's been really big in this postseason as well. Um, actually, the, never got Jock earlier, the but... narrative is Eddie, obviously, and Rosario. Yeah, gotta think like, do they? Like a lot of times, the World Series comes down to who can start that big game. Yeah, right. And like the Nationals in 2019, they lived and died by Steven Strasburg, mm-hmm. and just Steven Strasburg. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, like, who's who's going to be their go-to guy? Is it Max Free? Do they go Charlie Morton? Like, they've they got have good options. That, yeah, they have good options, but they don't have that elite guy, right? Which is kind of concerning. Yeah, and that's I mean, when you think about it, like the Dodgers, they kind of that was kind of their downfall. They just didn't, they weren't able to get that big guy where they wanted to, and they tried to do a bunch of other stuff that ended up not working for them. And, like, I know I saw today um, Roberts had mentioned using Scherzer in game five of the NLDS kind of screwed him over for the NLCS. And that's why he doesn't start game six. And game six, they lose, and now they're done. Because ideally, like, Bueller, they started Bueller on short rest several times in the postseason, which also was something I think not great for him or the team. Because in those short start, short rest starts, he didn't pitch amazing. He pitched fine, but he didn't pitch the Walker Bueller we'd seen most of the year. So it's like at that point, like bring in like a Tony Gonsolin, a Julio Arias. Yeah, with a they fresh did the same arm. thing. With, like they they used Arias in a weird kind of relief role this in the postseason. Yeah, and it was just it was odd to say the least. But like like you had said, like Strasburg in twenty nineteen, like he was the guy. Like another thing, at least for me, like Bumgarner in twenty fourteen, he was the guy. Like you have when you have the guy, it often leads to World Series success because and, you're at the end of the road. Everything's you know, throw everything you got. 
like even like kind of like the Cubs in 2016 rode Chapman to the ground. Yep. The only reason the Nationals, in my in my opinion, the only reason the Nationals were able to pitch Scherzer so much because they because they beat the crap out of the Cardinals in that NLCS. Mm-hmm. If they lose two games, I don't think they win the World Series. Right. It's the wear and tear throughout the season really affects it, and that's another thing. With uh, a, another thing with the, the Dodgers, and like the yeah. Dodgers didn't get that random BS yep. Anibal Sanchez game. Yep. Like, so it's. <laughs> It's just a weird season, and I think this World Series is a good indication of how kind of funky the season was. So ultimately, I think this is the World Series. This World Series makes sense. So everyone thought the Giants were a team of destiny. Turns out it was Atlanta. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, we'll move on to uh, inning number three here. Question number three. So we talked about the NLCS. We'll talk shift over to the ALCS now, where the Astros took down the Red Sox in six games as well. Uh, Boston had a hold on the series as well, two games to one. They had the lead. So what was that defining point of the series, and how badly should the Red Sox be kicking themselves for letting the series slip away? Hard question. I I didn't really watch much ALCS baseball this year. That's fair. Mainly because I didn't care who won. Uh, Makes sense. I don't blame you. I think in general, I mean, like, who the Red Sox... The rotation, like the Red Sox, their rotation. I mean, when your best options are Eduardo Rodriguez and Nick Pavetta, you cannot be. Yeah, the that. <laughs> yeah that's you cannot, fair. Um, you cannot be Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa, Jordan Alvarez, and Jose Altuve with those guys. At least not consistently enough. Like you can do it once or twice, sure, but like consistency is what makes that tough. I mean, yeah, you're not going to sweep baseball's going to baseball, but you're not going to win. Yeah, but, like, the interesting thing, like, from that game four on, um, those uh, scores are, so, in game four, 9-2 Astros. Game five, 9-1 Astros. And then game six, 5-0 Astros. Like, they dominated the latter half of the series. And they did it with pitching and hitting, which is kind of whack. It's kind of crazy considering they lost McCullers. And like you just mentioned, you ride a guy, like that's the guy they wanted to like uh, be their dude during the postseason. You can ride from Rivaldez. Like I thoroughly believe that from Rivaldez is horrendously underrated. He's a very like, good pitcher. Like he is the Richard Blyer of the Astros. He's just that guy. Yeah. They've also got. I'm not, um, sure, I don't, I'm not sure if anyone uh, listens to this without watching Foolish Baseball, but Richard Blyer, look at the Sackass page. That's fair. And they also have Luis Garcia, who's kind of emerged a bit um, as a guy who they've gotten some really beginnings out of. And it's just interesting to see. And this just seems to happen every year. There's always a random guy from teams that make it all the way that seem to just do it. Like in the with the Braves, obviously it's Rosario, right? And like with the Astros, the guy you wouldn't expect. It's I'd say Luis Garcia, but it's been crazy. That is also a whack series. The Red Sox being there was crazy, but good for them. And like, yeah, like you said, Nick Pavetta, uh, Rodriguez, you're only getting so much with them. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, thing is like the Astros, like, like, I don't know what role to expect of Jordan Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be kind of crazy because, like, you have. So you have 
McCormick. You've got like McCormick and you got Brantley. Is Brantley there? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the guy that can just hit. Yeah, flat out hit. Yeah, like, honestly, letting him go, I killed the Indians. They've got the guys. They got the guys, but can they put it together? Right. And Dusty Baker is not a guy that puts it together. I mean, it depends. Sometimes he is, sometimes he's, um, he does what he can, I feel like, a lot of the time. And most I mean, of the time, it's good enough. I mean, he has had such good teams, he doesn't have a ring. Like, what does that say about his, ma- about his in-game managing? That's fair. Maybe those teams don't get there without him, but they don't win. They don't win with him. Right. We'll see. Um, what if he might get the ring this year? And if he does, I'd be extremely impressed, considering the state of the roster and how much surrounded that team. I mean, just I mean, I'm just thinking like Dusty doesn't really have to do much. Yeah, he's got the talent, that's for sure. Like, I think Sparky Anderson said at one point, uh, his idea was, of managing was just watching Tom Seaver. Yeah. Just watching him go. Yeah. Uh, I think Dusty's idea of managing has got to be just watching Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve <laughs> and Bregman and Correa and every other elite hitter that somehow found his way onto the same team at the same time. Yeah, that team, it's all going to be over here soon because Correa is almost definitely gone in the offseason, I'd say. Oh, no way. And you don't think so? No, he's, he's saying. Okay, fair enough. We can get they'll a little throw, later here. But... They'll, he'll, they'll throw money at him. Yeah, We'll, we'll circle back around to that because I do want yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll touch back on that in a bit. But <laughs> we'll move on, though, um, to the fourth inning here, or fourth question. Uh, so Lance McCullers, who we had just mentioned, uh, does not seem to be ready to finish in the World Series due to that forearm strain that's kept him out of the um, ALCS. Uh, and so the Astros were able to get to the Red Sox without him, but can they do it again with the Braves? That entirely depends on – I don't think it comes down to the Bra- to the Astros pitching. It comes down to the Braves' offense. Yeah. Because I don't think Lance McCullers is leaps and bounds ahead of Valdez, Interquiddy, and Garcia. Really? I mean, that's a fair take. That's fair. Like, I like him a lot. I like, I like McCullers a lot. I like McCullers, but like, if I had the choice between whether to start McCullers on three days rest or Valdez on five, I would start Valdez. That's fair. That's a fair point. And you really just gotta, like, I think that he just has to, Braves gotta get hot. Like, they are hot right now. They gotta stay there. Like, they obviously have that, they have that vaunted infield core. Like, will, Austin, will Dansby Swanson show up? We know Freddie Freeman's going to show up. We know Austin Ryan's going to show up. But what about, like, Jock Peterson and Jorge Soler? Are they going to show up? They need to keep it up, Adam Duvall. Because those guys weren't there, and they were 500 the first half. Mm-hmm. So if those guys don't show up, they'll just be right back where they started at the beginning of the season without Acuna or Soroka. No, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, I think that's some really good points. Um, the Braves' offense has proven it can be extremely high-powered, extremely hard-hitting, but they're also susceptible to that, you know, if those guys don't show up, like you just said, that pre-All-Star break Braves where you're 44 and 45, you're yeah, just chugging along, just getting through it, doing the motions, but not truly a great team. But we'll it's see. kind of – yeah, it's just kind of been the Phillies the past four seasons. Like, 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's the point. And you know the the Red Sox, they're they're a good team, but I think they definitely had their flaws, and I think those flaws were just abused by the Astros. I think that Heimloom's philosophy is gonna really kick into gear next year. Yeah, I wouldn't I be surprised don't... if this uh, Red Sox team's back in the postseason. Like, oh yeah, this, I think this Red Sox team could be a dynasty this decade. Okay. Because they have, I think, they have a top five GM and money, which is a very rare combination. And we see what the Dodgers do with Friedman and uh, and money. I think the rest has to do the same with Bloom and money. Yeah. They also have a pretty good farm system, if I recall correctly. They've got a few, like, really high, highly thought of guys and top prospects that should, in theory, be able to provide a lot in the three or four years down the road. My question is, what do they do with Marcelo Meyer and Xander Bogarts? Oh, I'm I'm excited to see what they figure out. Like, do you start one of them at second? Like, it's gonna be fascinating. Yeah, it's a good problem to have, that's for sure. So, yeah, uh, it's, I mean, poor <laughs> Abraham Toro. Got, like, he basically could. He, I think, he probably would have gotten paid if he wasn't stuck behind Bregman. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it, it happens. We'll see. Um, that's all. That's all. You know, down the road, we'll get there. Yeah. But you know, good problems to have. Talented players. Like, yeah, I guess we've really thought about the the Red Sox as being the next one of the next dynasties. But I think you're definitely right. Like, they definitely have that kind of potential with the money, the GM, the talent, and the minors, the current squad. So, we'll we'll see what ends up being of the Red Sox. Yep. Uh. So we'll move on here to inning number five, question number five, fact or fiction. Game six of the NLCS is the last that we will see of Albert Pujols. It's a tough one. Uh, I think he wants to keep playing. Like, I think yeah. he wants – I think he like if he had one ring, he wouldn't have come back. But I think he just wants to like, – he might go to – I think he'd go St. Louis or the White Sox. Because he has history with Larusa, history with the St. Louis organization, but I'd put money on him wanting to keep playing. I would not put money on an organization wanting to take him on, because you yeah. kind of really need that hyper competitive Astro, like not Astros, Dodgers, kind of being able to platoon him every day. Yeah, exactly. When you think about it, they, the Dodgers did take them on, and he performed well as a Dodger. Like he he was pretty good. It his Dodger tenure. Is going to be looked back on a lot better than his Angels tenure. Oh yeah, even though one was ten times longer. Exactly. So like, it's interesting. I think um, you bring up a good point. St. Louis, um, the White Sox are definitely possible destinations for him. Um, I think if we get the Universal DH next year, I think he's someone's going to give him a chance. Someone's going to pick him up. It seems like very. It seems like a very Tampa Bay signing. Yep, that was exactly kind of what I was going to go with. If um, Cruz leaves Tampa, I wouldn't be surprised to see Albert Pujols down there. Um, or just someone giving him a chance, at least like a spring training invite. Because, you know, that's not the worst thing in the world. But he wouldn't sign for a ton of money either. Plus he's, I, mean, he, I think he's okay with league minimum. Yeah, he should be. Like if, like if I've made career. 400, if I've made $350 million over the course of my career, I'm set. Yeah, I just want exactly. to play baseball. I just want to play yeah. baseball for whoever wants me. Yeah, if you can accept his role 
accept his role. Like he had the Dodgers, he accepted that role and did well in it. If he can do that again next year, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back. And he seems like such a good clubhouse presence. Yeah, the Dodgers players spoke very highly of him. And like St. Louis, especially with the new manager, um, what is it, Ollie something? Oh, they shoot, just they hired, did they guy. hire a new guy? Yes, they did. Um, I'll go find that really quick. That was announced like quite literally maybe 30 minutes before we started recording. Oh, Ollie Marmol. Uh, Marmol. Yeah. Um, he was their bench coach, I believe. Yeah, that yeah, makes he's sense. 35. And I would not be Ooh, surprised to see Pujols go in, serve as kind of like, you know, that role, like he kind of had up the Dodgers. Like, oh, yeah, he's the veteran presence, good clubhouse guy. I, I was honestly kind of hoping the Cardinals would manage. The, with pools, yeah, just let pools let just let pools manage the team. Who cares? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think yeah. the Cardinals make a ton of sense for a fit for him. If he wants to platoon, get a but universal like, DH going. Universal DH because like he's blocked by Goldie if it doesn't happen. So yeah, because Goldie get a universal DH exactly. If we get a universal DH, I think pools as a Cardinal seems fitting. I think it, then he would make it his last season too, and be his farewell tour. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd also throw a Boston. They're not really yep. too strong at first base. I feel like they could, they could definitely swing a platoon there. Yeah, like I'll throw even like a super dark horse team at you. Um, I wouldn't. I I kind of I kind of like the Universal DH fit in Colorado. Ooh, he would he would bang. Exactly. Much like Joey, much much like Joey Votto still does. Joey Votto bangs. Yeah. Like Colorado, I think could be cool for him. But CJ Crone's going to start every day, right? So that's why I said need, Universal DH. Need, yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, if you're Colorado, like you can get in any scrub, and he'll do well as a Universal DH. Exactly. So it's Colorado. Exactly. I could probably, <laughs> I, I could probably get a hit or two. Maybe just bunt, <laughs> just bunt and run. Yeah, for we'll take advantage of that Colorado six, atmosphere. For 600 at bats and just hope, <laughs> pray. <Yeah. laughs> like, come on, maybe yeah. this is the one. <laughs> anyway, I think it's an interesting. We'll see what happens. An interesting question for sure. An interesting circumstance. Uh, will it be fun to see how that shakes up? But if he announces retirement, I wouldn't be surprised by that one bit. I think it's like a managerial gig. Like he knows English, right? Yeah. He knows Even the if language. he didn't. Even if he didn't, I don't think it's as much big of a barrier as people like to make it out to be. Yeah, but, I know. Just, just given the fact that it would be a... Yeah, I just... I mean, maybe the White Sox would hire him as a manager because they have such a heavy Latino locker room if he right. didn't know the language. But I think he's a good fit anywhere, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Pujols manager man, managing in two three years. Like, can, we get like sure. a throwback, can we get like a throwback player manager kind of situation? Maybe. There's a chance. Just throw, where you can just be like, ah, now these guys are doing well. All right, my turn. <laughs> Honestly. Wouldn't be too surprised. Anyway, um, we'll move on here. Uh, do you have anything left to add to that or no? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, so, inning number six. Uh, question number six. Padres will interview Mike Schilt, formerly of the Cardinals. Uh, this week for their opening uh, at their opening you know manager spot uh, a position that has the likes of Mike Sosha, Ron Washington, Buck Showalter with rumored connections. 
who is the best fit for the Padres and given how the roster is currently constructed? None of them. Who do you think? It's a young team. Uh, I would just go for any, really any like good captain kind of former player that has a history with the organization. Like you kind of see how Spence kind of had drew that with Beltron and then, yeah. you know, things happen. Yeah. But right. I think if there were with the, without the scandals, that would have been a great hire. Like this is a young team that needs. Rojas. To it's, it's a... Rod Barajas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a young team, and so it's a definitely like, interesting construction. Like, I, like if the, if they hire a manager over fifty, I would not pencil them in as a playoff team next year. That's that's a that's fair, you gotta have honestly. A, you gotta have a guy. You gotta probably like I would say probably someone that's bilingual, someone that can relate to the locker room. Like, like I think that's kind of an under talked under talked about like hiring thing like get someone who can like actually talk to most of the players in their native language yeah that's fair i think you've got you make a good point there but um another point that you just started mentioning is like the young guys with like the locker rooms and like you know getting a, a guy that fits in that kind of way that's kind of giant suit cap where and they we saw the success that he was able to bring in san francisco because like, so i wouldn't cap- be surprised to see a hire like that kind of like, I would take Ian Kinsler. He ended his career in San Diego, I think. Like, I don't know. Uh, God, those teams. Give me a Chase Headley. Give me a <laughs> Chase Headley. That is a throwback. Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Hanley Ramirez. Yeah. I think there's a lot of guys. I know Bochy, Bruce Bochy was also kind of rumored there for a while. Um, if he wants to come back, because he already has history with the organization. I'm fine with um, Bruce Bochy. Like, yeah, like, I think that like, would I think, be a good hire. Like, like, honestly, he's just been in the game for long enough. He knows if, how to – he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's definitely been able to take rosters that are but far worse than the current um, Padres roster and turn them into World Series teams. You mean, so. like, the, all of those Giants teams? Yeah, most they of them should, They should not have won three World Series in five years, but they did. And I think they did. A, a lot of that's Bochy. Most of it was Bochy, I have to say, as a Giants fan. I'd yeah, say I think, I 2012, think I was, 2014. Yeah, 20, 2010 was, I think, Team of Destiny. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. They're a good team. But... Yeah, bring in a Tim Lincecum to manage, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's definitely interesting. To throw the way he does. I think you, you just got to get someone who just, who's like recently retired that wants to get into it. That's fair. Wait, hear me when out, you, hear me out. Jeff Mathis. Jeff Mathis, who's not retired, by the way. But he, I thought he I thought he was kind of assuming a coaching role with the Braves organization. Oh, was he? Did I miss I think, that? I think he kind of played for a bit in the early season, and then he was like, nah. He did. I wouldn't be surprised. But Jeff Mathis would be a fantastic manager, I think. If he wanted to do it, um, he would be great. It'd be, it'd be a great fit, in my opinion. Jeff, like, Math- think, I'm a big Jeff Mathis fan. Like, I need, you need like the pitching was so inconsistent, and you need like a pitcher whisperer kind of guy. Yeah. No. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it was like I don't know who the manager of the Mets was back in like 2015, 2016, but like that guy fixed Degrom. Um, that was uh Terry Collins. Yeah. I believe, I think I watched a Jolly Owl video about how he fixed Jacob DeGrom. No, yeah. If you can bring in someone who can fix their pitching, I think things will kind of line up. 
but it's, yeah. it's easier said than done, you know. Yeah, it's like like make Caratini an elite framer. Mm -hmm. like, I feel like just like, getting someone in like the forty range as opposed to like a seventy year old would just be such yeah. a benefit to the organization. I agree. Honestly, I think uh, a great manager like uh, hire would be one of the Molina brothers, Benji or Jose. I think they would be pretty good. Um, I, I think Yadi actually will make it. The, Yadi's the third brother. Yeah, but he's still playing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two, I think, would be. Uh, I think it'd be something to consider. I think Jose Molina, like, I'm trying, uh, just God, Jesus Christ! There are so many random old players. Like I don't Brandon, know if I like. Them. I feel like Brandon Phillips could manage that team. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of guys out there, but um, like, I wouldn't like be surprised if they go with. Guys. Yeah, I think of the list that I did present with Showalter, Shield, Sochi, Washington. I think Washington would be the most likely. Oh yeah, definitely. I think he'd also everyone be loves the best fit. Everyone else, everyone loves Washington. Yeah, Ron Washington's a great baseball guy. Uh, he was a great manager. He's been great in Atlanta. You know? I think it's kind of a travesty that like a team, I know, like that a lot of the teams didn't take didn't take him, and they took yeah. like Joe Girardi and you know, like Joe, like David Ross. Even though yeah. I like that higher, I feel like the, the, the Cubs team was old by the team by the time they hired David Ross, which makes to kind of find a hire one of those legacy guys. Yeah, um, there's. There's a lot that goes into it, and I'm curious yeah. to see what the Padres do, what their uh, plan is. Their game well, plan it, right now seems to be a guy, big name, done it before, we'll do it again. Kind well, of yeah, AJ Preller just wants to save his job at this point. Yep. And yeah. given that, I think he'll – I would put money on Ron Washington. I would too. But I don't think that's a good idea. Like, I don't hate it, but I like you said, I like your idea a lot better. Um, but I would also, if I was the betting man, I'd put. Money I think I've heard Skip Schumacher tied to the job. Of I have, I have that too. I think that'd be a good hire. Such honestly. a good hire. But like I said, we'll see what happens. It's up in the air. I'm by no means a. His name is Skip guy. for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're. I mean, you're not wrong. But anyway, <laughs> we'll move on to uh, inning seven, question seven here. Uh, the Yankees decided uh, this week to not only retain Aaron Boone, uh, but they gave him a three-year extension uh, on his deal. This is a good move for the Yankees. Uh, did Boone get more grief than necessary last season? And can the Yankees get back to the World Series with him at the helm? I think that Aaron Boone gets way too much hate. He is entirely a victim of the New York media. Like much like, much like Sam Darnold pretty much was in the realm of football. I know that we hate football on this show, but that's not true. Yeah, I like football. You yeah, don't yeah. talk about it. This is a baseball. This is a baseball, a baseball show. Baseball. Uh, yeah. So yeah, with Aaron Boone, I think that he just—he's not bad. I just think he's an entirely average manager. And I think yeah, I said that right. I, I said that about Jace Tingler on a previous podcast. I think. He's an entirely average manager. And I think it's just the right move. Just keep the guy that knows the locker room. Keep the guy that knows the locker room. Like, I, I don't think no, I've ever heard fair. any clubhouse complaints. Like, if 
like in recent years, if the organization wants to shift in managerial philosophy, they can just enact it. Yeah. Because I think a lot You're of right. organizations just override manager decision making. I thoroughly believe yeah. that's why they took out Blaine Blake Snell in game six. Sometimes it's a good idea, sometimes it's not. But it's it's it doesn't really matter, like who who's they gonna yeah. get this better? Who are they going to get the third in there and boom? Like, who's on the market right now that's a better fit? No, you're. I think you're right. You bring up really, really good points. Um, I think he also, I agree with the point uh, that he is kind of a victim of the New York media. Um, I just don't like the Yankees. This is very well known. Um, <laughs> I often say the Yankees deserve nothing. Uh, I, for one, am impartial to the Yankees. No, I, I don't like them. I, just, I, just, I, I dislike the Yankees more than, like, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies were in the Giants division. And like, I don't like the Yankees. They're dumb and I hate them. Um, anyway, besides this, besides the point, um, Boone, the three-year extension, I, I don't think they won a World Series in that time, but it's not, does, it has nothing to do with Boone. It's has everything to do with the way that team is constructed. I don't Ryan think that team is constructed for the best success in the world. Brian Cashman is a bad, bad general manager. Yes, agreed. And I think he's more of a problem than Boone is. I think Boone does a fine, just fine with his job. I mean, he got that team to the wildcard game this year. And I think that team is nothing overly special, if I'm going to be completely honest. But he, took oh, Garrett Cole. he took Garrett Cole in a ragtag pitching staff to the wildcard game. That's extremely respectable. Yeah. If they can add a bunch of pitching this offseason, they become a much scarier team. But until that happens, I mean, it's Garrett Cole and – no one else really. I like I like Jordan Montgomery. He's pretty good. Yeah, Montgomery's fine, but I don't think he's a two. Like he's a three. Yeah, I think he's a he's three, three or but four. Like, I mean, can't can't, could be can't, dis, can't dis Jordan Montgomery like that. Like that's fair. But the point is, like him being your number two is like that's not quite what not you want, good. You know? It's a lot like I don't know, I'm trying to think of previous. It's a lot like having a Mike Leak in your rotation at all. Yeah, no, nope, that's fair. God, Mike Leak was a giant. I did not like. It. I did not enjoy his giants. Like Mike, he's he's not going to be bad, but like he's an innings. He's come a five. On. Mike Leak's like a five. really, really. He was a good five. He did. He Mike Leak was a guy. His career, he was a very good five guy, but not really much else outside of that. Didn't he get paid like ninety million though? Yes, he did. He got paid a lot of money. Man, what? Well, shout out Mike Leak though. You know, shouts like Mike Leak. He secured the bag and never played a minor league game. Yeah, Mike Leak. What a wild career! I liked Mike cool. Leak a lot. Like, what a fun, like, what a fun guy! Yeah, he's he's the. Remember, remember when he was in the Reds rotation with Bronson Arroyo? We do like Bronson Arroyo. That guy, he should be a manager. Bronson Arroyo. Yeah. You know, I can see it. I'd like it. I think I think, I think there's a distinct lack of long-haired white guys in the managerial ranks. Long-haired managers in general. I can't give a single really? Yeah, that's, like a, that's weird. Like, what's I mean, I'm on? not surprised. Most of them were like 70, so. Yeah, but like even when they were young, all of them were, had, were short-haired kind of guys. That's fair. That's also a good point. I don't know. That's not. I don't think there's much of it. Like, I, I don't think I remember either, but... Dusty Baker having these long, luscious <laughs> yeah. locks. No, you're right. You're for sure right there. Um, now, but, back to I Aaron mean, Boone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to the original point. 
Yeah, Aaron Boone. Uh, I mean, I think I think he's just. I think he'll be fine. Like, yeah, I agree. He is entirely. He is the mean manager. He is going to be the product of the team he is given. Yes, I. That's and I don't think there is anyone on the market that you know for sure that you know for sure is not going to do worse than that. And you know I, what you're I really like the move. Just, you know what you're getting. You're getting. It's like he's the vanilla ice cream of managers. That's a fantastic, I think, comparison. You're, yeah. He's he's the Coca Cola of managers. You know, he it's is a product. It's consistent. Kipnis. He is the Jason Kipnis of managers. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if the Yankees can build a better team for him, he'll perform better. And that's like not the most groundbreaking thing in the world. You have better players, you play better, you win more. Like obviously, but like like we were talking about, he's the product of his team. His team is not the product of what he does. And so. like like Luis Rojas, I would go on and say he was the worst manager this season. Just because the amount of one run games he lost yeah. was just inexcusable. He, he like one run games, that's a managerial thing for the most part. Most of the time it is. It's sometimes it can be a player thing, but most of the time it boils like if your down team loses to... if your team loses ten two, your team didn't perform. If your team loses three two, that's kind of got to be on you for part of it. Yeah, I think the only like um, one run managerial losses are the ones where it's a one nothing game and your starter gives up one run in like eight innings. Like, what are you gonna do? That's yeah, like, that's not stuff a big like issue, that. Like a ten nine like loss. Two. Exactly, a it's a like. Come on, you could have brought you could have brought in someone other than Panthers running back Chubba Hubbard to throw that inning. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're, you're right. But we'll see what happens. Um, Boone to the Yankees makes sense. It always made sense, I think. Um, three years kind of seems like a long time. I wouldn't be surprised if he also doesn't write out that entire contract. But it is what it is. Uh, but that is um, all seven innings are seven innings stretch. But we do have a quick extra inning, uh, doubleheader, whatever, eighth inning, but it's extra innings. Uh, just predict the World Series championship. How many games is it going to take for the champion? I am a thorough believer in the Bob Nightingale curse. He said Braves in six. Therefore, it is going to be Astros in six. I am extremely confident like as of now that will be Astros in six just because Nightingale said the exact opposite. That's fair. I see. I I want the Braves to win, but I think the Astros are going to win. I'm taking Astros in seven, though. I think it's going to be a closer series than a lot of people think. I think if it goes to seven, I think the Braves have to Braves win it. That's No, that's fair. They definitely have that kind of season. They have that kind of firepower. Because um, like, Dusty, I do not trust him in an elimination game. So the Astros, the Astros cannot get to an elimination game. That's no. If yeah, they yeah, do, I think points. they're done for. Fair. Because yeah, Baker, uh, yeah. Because yeah, because Baker, great manager for the long haul, whole season. Don't trust him in the elimination game. Same guy that lost three straight to the 2012 Giants. That's. Uh, I think it's just got the Astros have to play well enough so that they can't don't have to rely on Dusty Baker's managerial skill. That's that's a fair point, but we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, um, that'll do for our seventh inning stretch. Um, so our what to watch for this week, obviously, 
World Series Ashes Braves. Are there any specific storylines you're watching in that series? I'm watching the primarily I'm watching Eddie Rosario. That's fair. If he I think he just has to play like he has been, the Braves are good are good. Yeah, no, I agree. Um I think I'm keeping an eye on uh the Astros pitching staff. Uh I, I just want to see what they're gonna do with them. I think they're I think the Astros pitching staff is kind of a known constant at this point. I think the I'd agree, but also like I, I feel like Dusty could change it up and I wouldn't be surprised if that happened for better or for worse. Um I think th- there's a lot of potential there um to go kind of you know haywire off the wall something different. So we'll see. We will yep. see what happens. But uh any closing words for for you? Go baseball. That's that's fair. I I definitely like those closing words. But uh yeah, anyway, uh that'll do it uh for us this week. Um you can see here at the bottom now we've got a little ticker going. Uh, if you found us, if you listened to this, you made it this far, you probably know where to find us online. Website diamond-digest.com. You can find us on Twitter at diamond underscore digest. Instagram diamond.digest. Uh, if you have free time, we write some cool stuff. You'll see stuff like this. Uh, you'll see some um, hot mics, hopefully, for this World Series. We'll get hopefully cover most of the games. Um, we'll be surprised if we don't. We've kind of been busy this last week. The people we have run up. But oh, we're hoping for this. We're going to try to get as many out for you. We're going to try to get the great baseball content we try to give you every single week. But um, besides that, um, that'll do it for us here, for Sam and myself. Uh, thank you for listening. And as always, go baseball. Go baseball. Go baseball.